TED Audio Collective. As an adult, I spent many of my early years in cities like New York and Seattle, where I could make good use of public transit and rideshare services. It wasn't until the pandemic hit that I needed a car for the first time. I relocated to the outskirts of an Atlanta suburb and needed a way to get around. I got myself a compact SUV for the first year or two, but I always wanted an electric one. And in the spring of 2023, as soon as I had an opportunity to switch out my combustion engine for a sexy new lithium-ion battery-powered joyride, I was in. And while I genuinely felt good about not contributing to the local pollution metric in my city, my partner asked me a simple question that I'm still thinking about today. Exactly where did I think the charging stations got their power from? And what impact did my new car battery really have on the planet? It made me realize how short-sighted I'd been about the true environmental cost of creating green products. What materials are being extracted from the earth to spur consumers to feel strongly about their good deeds? What's the true impact of shopping green if we don't fully understand the life cycle of these products from cradle to grave? I'm Sherelle Dorsey, and this is TED Tech. Dr. Emma Nerenheim is a professor in environmental engineering at Northvolt in Stockholm, where she works on a project to deliver the world its greenest battery. And in this talk, she takes to the TED stage to walk us through recycling batteries. It turns out, greener batteries can help us protect the environment, while also creating a new economy and industry, one that goes far beyond excavating the Earth's crust. This show is brought to you by Schwab. With Schwab Investing Themes, it's easy to invest in ideas you believe in, like artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy as-is or customize the stocks in a theme to fit your goals. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. Support for TED Tech comes from Odoo. What is Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all-in-one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps for CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, manufacturing, and everything in between. And they're all-in-one, easy-to-use software. And the best part about Odoo? All Odoo apps are integrated, helping you get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash tedtech. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash tedtech. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. AI is making waves in every field it touches. President Biden is now on TikTok and the election draws closer each day. 
With so much going on in the world, it is hard to keep up with it all, let me tell you. Hi, I'm Kai Rizdal, the co-host of Make Me Smart. It's a podcast from Marketplace. And every weekday, Kimberly Adams and I break down the latest in business and the economy with short daily episodes to make it easy for you to stay in the know. Listen to Make Me Smart wherever you get your podcasts. So the world is going electric. And batteries will do for electrification what the refrigerator did for food. Because batteries will allow us to move clean energy through time and through space. We don't have a problem with the availability of energy on this planet. We have a problem with getting this energy to where we need it and when we need it. But if we approach battery manufacturing the wrong way, we will end up repeating mistakes from the past. Mistakes that are at the heart of the climate environmental crisis that we see today. And that's what I'm here to explain. It's all about the way we are using the Earth's resources. So historically and today, uh, we have been mining uh, oil from the Earth's crust with little concern to the long-term effect. And this example of how we've been approaching the fossil fuel industry and how we've been dependent on it, uh, how we have been extracting oil where it's economically possible, refined it, burned it, and it ends up in the atmosphere, that's the perfect uh, illustration of the fundamental, simple and linear model that we are working with. Extract, use and discard. When I was a professor in environmental engineering, I used to teach my students that mistakes are okay, as long as you learn from your mistakes and as long as you take action. So now, when we are evolving, when we are changing, when we are building things from scratch, we should think twice and we should do it right this time. And what does this mean for batteries? Uh, there are two things we need to know about batteries. One is they require enormous amounts of energy to produce. And the second is they're made from minerals, minerals that require global mining, refining and processes in long and complex supply chains. So if we start with energy, uh, a battery factory is a very large and complex operation. It requires large amounts of heat and electricity to produce. It starts with a chemical plant, then follows long uh, coating machines. After that, we have cell assembly, which is fine electronics equipment that require clean and dry rooms. Now, in the end of this process, each and every battery cell needs to be charged and discharged in certain patterns to gain its properties. And if we put this kind of factory under a fossil fuel grid, we will end up with a carbon footprint, which is the benchmark today, which is around 100 kilograms of carbon dioxide per kilowatt hour produced battery. Now, that would be a big mistake. Luckily, you can slash that footprint with some 67%. That's two-thirds if you put the same operation on the renewable energy grid, which we do in northern Sweden. That, on the other hand, leaves us with the remaining footprint, the last third, coming entirely from everything that is outside the factory. 
uh, and the lion part from the supply chain. And that leads us to the second topic we have to talk about, which is the minerals. So batteries are made from minerals that, uh, for example, nickel, cobalt and lithium. And the way we approach this is going to determine how much we can further slash that carbon footprint. Luckily, if we put it under this renewable grid, if we approach it the right way, uh, with sustainable mining and a lot of recycling, we can significantly reduce the footprint. One ton of lithium, battery-grade lithium, requires 750 tons of brine or 250 tons of lithium ore. Same with cobalt. If you need one ton of battery-grade cobalt, you have to mine 300 tons of cobalt ore. So does this give us a similar situation to the oil history we had? No, because the difference is that when we mine metals, they are elements. And if you can get elements back to their elemental form, they are just as good as new. And this is the fundamental difference between the combustion engine history that we're living now and the new electric vehicle industry. Because at the end of the life cycle, you can bring the metals back from the market and you can use them again and again. So what we have developed at Northvolt is a recycling process where we take uh, the batteries back from the market, we discharge them fully, we take away the aluminum casing, we take away all the cabling, uh, and then we take out the cells and the modules. Uh, we take those cells and modules together with some waste material we have from the production, and we throw it into a big shredder. We chop it up, we take out the the foils, uh, the copper foil, aluminum foil, some plastics. And then we are left with something that we call the black mass. And this black mass is a fine black powder. And this fine black powder consists of everything that we had coated on the electrodes in the factory. It's the graphite from the anode, and it's the nickel, cobalt, manganese and lithium from the cathode. We take this fine powder the black mass, we pass it on into the hydrometallurgical process. Uh, hydrometallurgy means treating metal in liquid. And what we do is that we use different pressure changes, temperature changes, and pH to separate them from one another. We refine them so we get them into the form that we need for the production. Salts for nickel, cobalt and manganese, or hydroxides for lithium. And then we do like this. We send them across site, straight into production. So what we have is a circular battery economy. And this is the fundamental difference between the combustion engine industry and what we are building now. We should do this not only for batteries. We should do it for wind turbines. We should do it for solar panels. We should do it for all the new industries that we need for this transformation. And we're going <laughs> to have to accept mining as part of this transition. Absolutely. 
But when we are taking things from the earth crust, when we are borrowing from the future generations, we have to do it responsibly and we have to make sure that we can use these materials over and over and over again. Because fundamentally, we can. And we should not only build recycling processes and a port for the materials when they come to their end of life, we should also build accounting and traceability system so that each car maker can follow up and trace how much they can further slash their footprint by sending the batteries back at the end of the life. And why we are doing this, I'm sure you already figured this out, it's not only environmentally beneficial, it's also, of course, economically profitable. Because by doing this, the material sustains its value through the lifetime. And this altogether may sound a little bit hard, it may sound a little bit complex, but if we get this right, it will be rewarding on so many levels. And I can tell you that the young generation of the talents of engineers that we hire today, they understand all this and they ask nothing less from us. So with that said, I just want to say uh, to all of you who listened, uh, and I also want to say to all the people who packed their bags and moved up to the Nordics who are fighting every day to make this happen, thank you. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening. TED Tech is part of the TED Audio Collective. This episode was produced by Nina Lawrence, who also wrote it with me, Sherelle Dorsey. Our editor is Alejandre Salazar, and the show is fact-checked by Julia Dickerson. Our production coordinator is Farah DeGrunge. If you're enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review so other people can find us too. I'm Sherelle Dorsey. Let's keep digging into the future. Join me next week for more. You're growing a business and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. 
That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate, no coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.